I bloody love fantasy football. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the I Bloody Love Fantasy Football Podcast, an Irish show where two men pretend to be experts and share their thoughts with the world, who are probably really just using an excuse to meet up every week. Uh, I'm Paddy Stapleton. And I'm Robbie Keane. Not that one. <laughs> we will get fed up for that at some stage. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so this is episode 12, it's called Rodri You Plonker. I'm um, very impressed with that when you text me. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I, I got it from the Sunday morning because I switched my phone off. I was like three hours later. Oh, Rodri, you plunker. Or I, I got it the Saturday night. It was only on the Sunday morning. I think twigged me what it was. I was having one of them moments, and then I realised, oh, now I get very good. I was, I was, it was, the, it was the delayed impressiveness. So yeah, I, I was happy. I came up that one. I put it out on Instagram for some names, some good, some not some good. We had uh, Ollie's at the wheel, Watkins. It's okay. A tsunami of goals reminds me of that old joke that got your man sacked off oh, Sky Sports. That that that, that was <laughs> what was his name? Rodney Marsh. Morris Major, going on Morris Minor. We'll come back to talk about him later on. Evan Sent, Johnny Evans, rolling back the years. Uh, Rodrigo bites the dust. And then the last two is from uh, Andy Faulkner, who has a bit of a Paddy obsession. Paddy last was one. And Paddy come lately if he comes at all with the other. Yeah, thanks for those, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. How's your week, Rob? <laughs> the laptop nearly went out the funny old Sunday. <laughs> it was it was just such a mixed bag and the frustration finally, all my patience, my calmness just went out the window. Really? I think it was the the Newcastle and seeing everyone scores and the Botman and Trippier and because I, I joined this other league at the start and the lads in that quite good. There's only nine in it. it was a, it's a hundred euro win to play it. And I'm bottom of that. And maybe bottom. I'm looking and like just just things aren't what going for me at the minute. And they they had all like kind of Trippier, Botman, the, the new Pretty much any of And it, it's it was annoying me because I was so close. I've just been too passive this year. A couple of times where I didn't do a transfer that I really fancied because I wanted to, didn't want to take a minus four. This week, for example, it was the Botman to, I said it on here. Yeah, you talked about it last week, yeah. It's such an obvious transfer. Botman for Chilwell. Next thing, I said, give Chilwell one more week. Chilwell doesn't start. Now, as it happens, I would have ended up playing Gusto. So, it was minus four, minus two, and it was one other point I would have lost. It would have only made a difference of five points. It was only when I sat down and but looked at it. still five points you were out your miss. But it's when I sat down and looked at it and I wasn't as bad as it, but I thought. But why do you think you've been so passive this year? I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm nearly afraid to be aggressive with it. And so that's gone now. That's like, <laughs> gloves are off, right? Let me guess, wildcard. Wildcard. Oh, did you? Sunday, halfway <laughs> through the second half, Newcastle game. Bang, wildcard, done. Here we go. Season starts now. Okay, we'll go back to your wildcard later on. Uh, my knee jerk reaction. That was my knee jerk reaction. <laughs> Knee-jerk. I'm very surprised. Yeah. My knee-jerk wasn't as extreme as yours. I was just watching the um, Arsenal game and I spoke last week about getting rid of Odegaard, Ringan and Saka. I didn't pull the trigger because Ode- like we spoke about it. Odegaard over the course of the season will, will get those points. And the fact that he isn't at the moment, does that mean he's going to come good with them? I did pull the trigger on Jackson because he's a dope. We'll oh, go back to him in a minute as well. 
and I brought in Watkins, but I didn't look down upon that as a knee-jerk reaction. Exactly. I don't have a mind to do that. I think the Odegaard thing is he is going to come good. Yeah, but Saka's just <laughs> that extra level this year. Anyway, let's move on. Um, this is all kind of linked. Let's go to our good, the bad, and the ugly. What's your good this, this week? My good was Sam Johnston. Came up with a clean sheet, got bonus points, save points. But this frustrates me, okay? Because the bonus point system really annoys you. Like, Sam Johnson was man of the match. Everyone gave him man of the match. Okay. He made a couple of unbelievable saves, made five saves. The Fulham goalkeeper gets the three bonus points and he gets one. But there has to be logic to it because there was this issue last year. There's no, not they, last year, they over say the years. there's a logic. There's not. There has to be. Because I remember years ago, you had someone scored two goals and an assist and they wouldn't bonus points. So they brought in a system. So I'm not having that. Well, I just couldn't believe that he was the man of the match. Everyone gave it to him. And it's, no, and like he five saves. So you're turning your good into a bad. Yeah, but he was good. But he was my good of the weekend. Okay, I'm going to do my good and the bad together because like, my good was Saturday. Saturday, I was laughing. I had Haaland, I had Foden, I had Bruno. I knew Iwan Evie didn't wouldn't do anything because if he did, it was a bonus. But he's a long haul pick, so I wasn't too annoyed that he got a yellow card and only got a point. I was doing well. I had loads of green arrows. Happy Saturday evening, I was like, oh, this could be the turning point. My bad was Sunday. Everything just fell apart. Gusto got sent off. Rashford did nothing. Pickford did nothing. Odegaard did nothing. Jackson. Basically, only for Botman, I had nothing. And a stupid hand, but everybody has a stupid hand. Botman got me a bit of it. If I didn't have Botman, it would have been absolutely horrendous one. As it was, it was just horrendous. Um, So yeah, Saturday, great. Sunday, horrendous. But my bad was... My transfer. Tried to break the curse. No. Nope. For Jackson. And as it happens, it didn't cost me anything. But, and then I've just kind of... And have you taken him out with your wild card? He's going, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at... It's, it's like any player that does well for me, everyone has. Yeah. And it's like, where's my differences? I need to find them. Like there was a couple of people in that league who would trip you. And I said to you that he was on my watch list yeah. this week. I text you and I think there was his hole. You knew that was coming with trip you. But you see, I... Everybody's jumping on Newcastle. They're not. It's a bit like Sterling. Yeah, they're not going to be playing Sheffield United or Luton every week. But there's there's a couple of them like like, like my they, my ugly is Chelsea. They've really if, if I could do it all again, I just avoid Chelsea. That really messed me up because I because I, I built my team nearly around Chelsea. But there was reason. There was good preseason. A new manager who knows what he's yeah. doing has a proven record. Some good signings we thought. And even at that, I mean, I know Gusto was sent off. I'm holding on to him. At 4.1 million and 4 when I got him, he's worth keeping. The rest, though, yeah, I mean, I'll go with, like, my, my ugly is like, my ugly is Jackson. Like, I would have gotten rid of him only for the fact that I couldn't with my injuries and with having Richarlison and all these stupid things that I did. I've got rid of him. I pulled the trigger on him on Sunday, but, like, the chap does himself no favours. He had five yellow cards this season already in six games. I don't know if that's the earliest anybody's ever got a ban for yellow cards. Not one of them was for a foul. Not one of them was for a bad tackle. Every single one of them was for arguing with the referee dissent. What kind of an idiot knows you're on four yellow cards? Don't mount the ref. Don't stop the free kick. But to me, that to me points at a serious dysfunction in the Chelsea team management structure. Because if you're doing something like, like you make a mistake, fair enough. You know, but if you keep doing this, keep doing the like, same thing. If I'm a manager, I'm like, when are you going to learn? Get out of the team. See, they've no, like, and this no. is the outrageous thing. They've spent a 
billion pounds. A billion pounds. Billion pounds. How, how and they've no striker to back him up. How stupid is he that he keeps doing this? Like, the definition of mad is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Yep. He keeps doing it. And why if it was bad fouls. Why didn't that have a, a, a structure in there that says, right, your first time right, you get away with it. Then you're fined. Why? And so on. Why would, like, if it was for a bad foul, it's understandable, or a, a mistimed tackle. That can happen five games in a row. Five yellow cards for mounted the referee yeah, or no, it's, 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 it's brain dead. It's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, Sanchez is an option for Chelsea. I know you're saying so. Yeah, he's it's, getting the saves because they're bad. Yeah, but I just think he can't get away from Ariola and fall back. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot more bad than good this week. Right, let's go through last week's games. Uh, first game of the weekend was... Oh, Crystal Palace Fulham. Yeah, great start. Eight points for Sam Johnson. And do you know what was great about it? He was sitting on my bench, so everyone thought I had no points. And then, <laughs> As we talked about last week. <laughs> delighted seeing eight points, no one was coming on. Fantastic. <laughs> and then, yeah, so it was a good start to the weekend. Okay. Uh, and got better for you when... Yeah, it's, well, it was a good start, but it wasn't a good start because Eze, again... And you know, he's... I said that he could be my this year's Zaha. And he just, he's, yeah. Oh, sorry, for you, I guess. Yeah. Me. He, he's out of my team. Everyone, go and buy Eze. He's going to haul now because he's out of my team. <laughs> just tr- trust me, go and buy him. He is going to haul. But then, I had, obviously, I didn't know you were a wildcard and I was watching the Man United because the was game. Henderson started got injured and I was like, well, there's one out of the way for Robbie. And then I messed you about that. And you could buy him. Wildcard. Yeah, oh, the, the midweek, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Luton Wolves. And I have to congratulate you here. Last question I asked last week was if you had to pick one player as a differential, who would you pick? And you said Neto. Yep. There he was with goal and two bonus points. And did you see he's one of the highest scoring midfielders in that Wolves team over in the game overall? Neto, he's in the top 10. He's just behind Foden. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Ninth highest scoring midfielder in the game. Interesting, isn't it? Neto, same points as Tobe as Foden. In a Wolves team. That is poor, but not as bad as I thought they'd be. And... He's he, he's just very good. Like and he's only three and a half percent. Great one. Yeah, great shout. Uh, other than that, Morris scored a penalty. There was a massive clamber all over Morris for the double game week. I'm not, I'm not sure about this. I uh, it's not for me. Me neither. But like I'm wondering, like, Everton look a bit more steady in the past two they games. Do, yeah. Then they have Burnley. Now fair enough, but that has nil over no. Like, if you wanted to take a chance, I'd be taking a chance. Of There's people who are doing it and bringing them in for one game. And, and then wildcard. They're like, they're bringing them in for Jackson and then getting rid of them. Or yeah. like, lots of good we getting rid of them for Jackson. But if you have, say, if you have Haaland and Nunes and Awanini, I, I, I don't get it. I, I can see if I, if I hit Jackson and uh, he's after getting a fifth yellow card, he's a straight shot to Morris and then I can still hold the funds. Hopefully Morris goes up in price and then you can go and move him on. Well, I looked at it and I got rid of Jackson. I mean, I looked at Morris and said, not a chance. I think Watkins, he's delivered. I think there's one game he hasn't delivered. And they are playing Brighton at home. Um, I'm not planning on wildcard for a while. I just, I'm planning for the future with every signing I have. And Okay, next game, City Forest. Great start for me. Foden scored. Haaland scored. Then half time, I was thinking, okay, this could want to be something good. Rodri, you plonker. That's it. Stupid. Very stupid. Very unlikely. Yeah, and we had a message from uh, Mickey McNally, and his message was um, he said, Rob, Rodri was set, got himself sent off on purpose because he wants to rest for a few games off, which I think is nuts. I just think he lost the head. 
But it's so unlike him because he's such a measure of calm. And yeah. I, I was listening to an athletic podcast about how they how City are going to manage without him. And I, I, when I saw the headline of how would City manage without Rodri, I was like, well, easily, they're grand. But he's probably the most important. I don't player. think he, he did get himself sent out of the because I can understand Mickey's point there. But all I'd say to that is he's missing the Arsenal game. The Arsenal game. The biggest game of the season. Well, so far. Dan and Liverpool are actually his biggest game. Yeah, but the, the Arsenal game so far. Yeah. So I, I can't see, like, Pep will be fuming. That. And he was so because yeah. I, and, and and you know everything was going so well for City. Nunes is settling; he's been fantastic. Doku looks like Pep is raving about. And are you tempted to do well, Pep? Very, really. The way Pep's been talking, I've been doing a lot of reading. There's a couple <laughs> of players there. But is that not a recipe for disaster? Uh, a guy who you know is just coming in might start here and there. You bring him in, you're guaranteed Pep will let with him. <laughs> No. The way Pep is talking about him, like he didn't play him in the Carabao Cup tonight. But that doesn't mean anything. I know, but the way he's talking it, about Because it's him, a big game against the top four. The way Pep, Pep is just saying he's a lot better player than he thought he was. He thought he was a ball carrier, but he's, he's everything. I think you should definitely have him because when he doesn't play there, you go and Roger, it'd be interesting. Uh, but then, anyway, second half, nothing happened because it was doing no. a no extra Forrest were decent enough, actually, yeah. Forrest are a good team. I mean, he got booked, which I didn't like, but you know. Uh, Brentford and Everton. I know what you're going to talk about here. What? Mbemo. It's just, like, as I said, and people disagree with me, anyone who got Mbemo for the first five games got seriously lucky. They did. But they got that luck. They got the luck, and do you know what? I'd be jumping off him now. And in a way, I probably should have because he was a safe transfer because everyone had him. I should have had him and then taken his points and then jumped off. But then you don't know when you're going to need to jump off. But I would have just jumped off him because, as I said, two last minute goals, two penalties. He, he the last two games, like most of the games, he does nothing. I was listening to another Irish uh, fancy podcast this week, and one of the hosts there got rid of Son and Rolling and Bruno. <laughs> what a kick in the balls! That's that's not good. Yeah, but he 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 just uh, we can't talk about Gunnar. No, but I just I don't, like I've I've watched him in Bromo because even last season the season before, I just don't see it with him. No, I really don't. He got what well, he got. Everyone's saying he was a direct replacement for Tony. He got Tony's penalty. Yeah, people are saying, oh, he was he was good. He was replacing Tony. He was never replacing Tony. Wissa was Tony's replacement. Yeah. And Bone was playing the exact same position. He just got the penalties. And the other takeaway is Tarkovsky had one of these games he has every once in a while. Yes. Yeah. Everything's starting to look a bit better. They're starting to look solid. I'm DCL. Yeah. Scored again this season. How long will last? I'll be looking at, like, I was looking to take a pick for that. I'm going to hold off it. There's no outstanding keeper, so I'm not losing a huge amount of people. Man United against Burnley. Burnley against Man United, I should say. I Did you watch it? thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed watching Man United. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. I have to confess, I was watching it with my, my good lady wife, and we had to switch over to the rugby computer because she wanted to see what happened. No, my wife wants the kitchen. Watch it. I was watching... Man United Burnley and I make no bones about it and I seen early contender for goal of the season. It was, a crack it was one this. of them goals that even though I can't stand for another it was watching in real time because you, you know the ball over the top and it, 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 reminded, ball it reminded me of Van Persie's volley with Rooney hit him. Van Persie dive ahead. One of these goals yeah. that got me in my seat. Yeah. Real time. And I don't think it's been given enough Attention no. over the weekend, no? Because you're watching it and you're waiting for it. And like you see that so many times people miss the ball, yeah. they take it down. And I see you're it. You didn't say why you shoot. And I see it coming on and I'm saying, hit, hit it. And he hit it with the perfect technique oh. out of the boot. It was just brilliant. Yeah. And for that reason alone, that was worth 
Mr. watching Rugby. that game. Mr. <laughs> I didn't miss the rugby because I'd never watch it. <laughs> so, uh, there was more skill. It was just fantastic. From a fantasy point of view as well, Johnny Evans. He was class. He was, and he. I read. I read a good uh, tweet. Who was it? Someone wrote in one of the articles. It was like Man United spent 175 million this summer, and the best signing was a 35 year old free transfer who they sold eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. Can't um, argue with that. I put up on my Instagram. Uh, best of luck to uh, Johnny and the boys tonight. Good to see a player come to the end of his career, still leading and inspiring. Had <laughs> a picture of Johnny Evans. You can do it. And then when he scored, yeah. it's like oh, genius. But then they, they, he was unlucky to have it slipped. Um, but the, the, he looks really good. And no, I'm not going to bring him in. No, but he was very good. He was. He, he did what he, he did. What he was brought in for. He was. Well, I watched United and Rashford was painfully frustrating. Yeah, but you see, at least I mean, the at difference least, between fantasy football and and soccer that we talked about last week. Yeah, but he's just not the same player, Rashford. Whereas Fernandez is still Fernandez is just pure quality. He is. He's not flashing the pan. He's not one good season, one good off. No, you just know what you're like. Yeah, I, I could, you could consider bringing him in, but it was a hell of a goal. So then the big game on Sunday, Arsenal 2, Spurs 2. Oh. I didn't see this because I was in the rain at Sheridan's Food Festival eating balsamic vinegar. Some lad did well for Spurs. Some Madison fella. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Come on, we, did, we talk after four games. We'll talk now. Come on, he was good. Right, okay. He was good. He's two assists. He kept the head up. He lost the ball at one stage or something the highlights and he, he was, he was blessed. But he still came back and he made the difference. I'm not letting you away with this one. The chap is going good. It was annoying. I, 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 like, what annoys me about him is, is that like, he came out afterwards and he says... Oh, but he can annoy you all the one. He's putting the points on the board. Saka is still, <laughs> still doing like that. Like, th- that's another reason why I think... What I'm, did he say? I'm taking a dump in Saka because of the stupid copy in Madison's dart celebration. Focus on your own game. Don't be worried about James Madison. And you would drop one of the top goal scorers in the league but, because but, of that. What sort of mentality is this? <laughs> like, this is why Arsenal won't win the league. Sack is more interested in James Madison. He's not more interested. What's He's he a doing? young man. But He's what's taking he doing? the piss out of his rival. But what is he doing? Like, go, go win the game and then do whatever. But don't be winding him up on the field doing your silly dad celebration. Are you tempted by son? Yes. I think he's essential. Yeah, I think it's three goals and two goals. He's the main man. And he he is one of these players who can get two and three goals. I I just think that, yeah, very tempted by him. I think there's a couple of essential players now. Salah's becoming essential, but I think Batoma is fast becoming essential. Let's go on to him. Brighton three, Bournemouth one, and I'd say at the start of the game, Everybody was cursing to Zerbi Roulette. Yeah. Everybody was saying, I can't believe he's not starting him. Lo and behold, half time, within a minute he scored and he gets another one. What did he get? 14 points? I think? He's, he's one that I'm trying to squeeze. There's, so, Sunday, just, just such a wealth of options. In midfield, especially. Yeah. We do owe an apology to Dominic Solanke. Yes. So, Dominic, if you're listening, sorry about that. And we know you are. Sorry. So, we, we at, in our preview, both of us said stay away from Solanke as our player from Bournemouth because we thought that. He wouldn't do it this year. He's been great. Mm. He's scoring. He doesn't look like not scoring. He's scoring against good teams. He's scoring against bad teams. And do you know what's really annoying? I had him last year. And I should have stuck with him. He did well for me last year. And Billy Gilmore looks good as well. He, I was looking at him. It just for wildcard. Yeah. If he gets the minutes. What price is he? Is he 5.3 or something? Isn't that much? When you look at him. Or 4.9. I mean, 
Four he's after getting a couple of assists. He assisted in two for his yeah. goal. He's starting. He's getting bonus points. But again, deserve without this. Brighton have too many options. They do. They have. They have. They. It's just trying to pick that because, like, yeah, four point nine Gilmore. Yeah, he's a very very good option for that cheap midfielder. Uh, Chelsea nil, Aston Villa one. Chelsea, we already spoke about them. Let's not talk about the. Um, let's talk about Villa. So Watkins got his goal. He's had a good season so far. I see people talking about selling him. Why would you sell somebody before this to me? Yeah. I mean, the options you have Alvarez up there, but let's see what happens with City. Watkins has done nothing wrong. He's nothing wrong. He's delivered. Yeah. He's yeah. actually a good differential. That's why I brought him in at the head of the likes of um, Morris. I just still like the Abbey. Another defence, another clean sheet. And I know he's against 10 players, but... I'm yeah. just waiting to see what happens with Moreno. When he's back. Is it this week he's back? Yeah. I just want to see because I wouldn't mind bringing him in. Yeah, Liverpool West Ham, 3-1. Salah delivered again. And so did Jarbone. So did Jarbone, yeah. And I'd say James Ward-Prowse is unlucky. He put in a couple of lovely crosses. There's one in particular, Antonio. Should have buried and he missed it. I'm torn between... Because you see West Ham's pictures. Yeah. I'm torn between Bowen and James Ward-Prowse. But I think Bowen looks like his lovely fixtures coming. He seems to be West Ham's main man. What about Darwin's cracking volley? Darwin's in. You bring him in. <laughs> yeah. So in our first three episodes, he was in. He was, he was out. He was in. He was out. And in the fourth episode, he was out. The way Klopp's talking about him, and yeah, the he way, is picking him up. And I was. I, there was a couple of the Liverpool podcasts, and there was a couple of articles in the Athletic about, it, and they were all saying that he looks a different player now. He looks like. He feels he belongs in that team. He looks confident. He looks, he knows how to play club system. He's making runs in the challenge. He's, he's working defensively. Those two goals against Newcastle. Yeah, well, it's, I, I think it's, he's just learned the system. He's speaking English now and he's one of these explosive players. Do you know what? He's a player I want to own. Yeah. I, I, I love him as a player and I want to own him. And going back to Salah delivering, you have Salah and Hannah. You spoke before about only having one captain option so you don't wreck your head. Salah is a very, very viable captain option. Oh, no, no, I think having two is because of the fixtures. But what I'm saying is Salah scored about 10 or 12 points this weekend. 10. 10. Haaland had six. I think Haaland was 89% captain. Now, what I will say is this. Salah's had two penalties this year. He's not scoring many goals from play. But he's he, making them. He doesn't look like scoring from play. Ah, I don't know about that. And he's creating. Yeah. Like he's delivering, but he's just delivering one, one return a game. For twelve and a half million, you need more than that. Jesus, you know, Robbie. I mean, he's for twelve and a half. But million. you're nailed. Like fair enough. But if he averages six points a game, yeah, you know, it's two hundred and forty points. That's what he's going to get you. Yeah, yeah like it, it levels out. I mean, I don't have him. I can't afford him, but I'm kind of regretting it. Um, well, because I have him, I did. Yeah, like I'm delighted to have him, and I'm going to hold on to him because you, you can hold on. There's so much you can do. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield United nil, Newcastle eight. I knew Newcastle beat them. Didn't see this coming. Eight different scorers. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. From a fancy football point of view, I was delighted with that because it meant that people didn't get too far ahead. Three Trippier assists, three that bonus. Was, yeah, it was yeah. some problems for Trippier. It was. Now, we said this about Sterling. The curse, so the, the, the usual curse of the player brought in the most was nothing next week. I imagine it'll be Trippier this week. I don't know what the price differentials. He's not going to be playing Sheffield tonight every week. Same way Sterling wasn't playing Luton every week. Yeah. No, true, but the Newcastle defence looks very good. I think you have to have a Newcastle defender. Yeah. If you can afford Trippier, he might be the, the way to The thing is, Trippier doesn't have really have a goal track. Assist track, he does. 
But then Botman doesn't do Walter. Then Callum, Callum Wilson is a viable option. Yeah, he started the last two. And he will, he always scores. And we thought it was because Isaac was playing against Milan. He started the first game. They're playing Burnley this week. So. Anthony Gordon is really interesting. Really? And Elliot Anderson. 4.5 million. Because Elliot Anderson is a fantastic four point four. Especially when you're, when you're wildcard. Do you have all these options this week? I have, I'm, I don't. Well, yeah, yeah, like, I suppose I'll talk about it now. So what happened was, I was watching the Newcastle Sheffield United game. I'm seeing the different leagues and everyone having these players. And I was looking at my, I have 60 points. I just have to click into a few teams. So like, I have 60 <coughs> points here and I'm miles behind. Yeah, I was looking. Like, I think average was 66. Or 68, yeah. 68. And I thought I was having a decent week and I saw the average. Yeah. So then I looked at my team and at the time there was a question mark over Johnson. Chilwell had to go because he's not a guaranteed starter. No. Gusto. He's playing Mudrick instead. Gusto is suspended. Suspended. Rashford's just frustrated me. I want him out. Yeah. Eze's frustrated me. I want him out. Yeah. There's four players. <laughs> Then I'm looking and I'm trying to build my team. And that's like, I still have Mubama, Bayer, Brantwaite, Ortega. It's it, it's just a, a mess. So who are you keeping? So what I did was I went and I just hit. I hit um, Wildcard. And I did a quick draft and I brought in Cash, Botman, Sun, Bowen, Darren. So price raises in there when you hit it? No, and next thing, the next day I got in, and I was after making 0.5 million. That's what I mean. You yeah. got in there before the price And as I look, a bit of wiper, that's what and as I look now, Sack is yellow flagged. So like, if I didn't wildcard now, my team would be a mess. And but I'm after getting players in that I wanted before the price raise could in. Yeah. So my current draft, just 0.5 million is a lot of money. Yeah, because the, the uh, Jackson went down, Chilwell went down. So these players dropped in price and then the orders that went up in price. I actually got rid of Chilwell last week for Botman. That was one of the good things I did do. Go on. So I got in. So my, my team was, so I have, at the minute, it's Ariola, Ortega staying. Cash, at the minute, they're still playing. And Bayer and Brantwick didn't touch centre for 4 million defenders yeah. and Batman. Brantwick looks like he's nailed on it. Yeah, so I don't mind holding on to him. Yeah. And everything I think are getting better. Yeah. Bayer has the double game coming up on my claim and my not. <laughs> Saka, Salah, Son. Saka, Salah, Son. Yeah. And then Bowen and Diaby. Okay. I really so Saka, like, Salah and Son are your three main men. The other two in the bed. Yeah. And then I've got Darwin and Haaland and Mubama. Now, I am. There's, there's loads I can do with that if you want. Like, I'm thinking of getting rid of Saka. Yeah. But really? Well, he's yellow flagged. And he's got... If he That's misses very, this... Week, very short term. But he's got City then. Is he not one of these fiction group people? Like, if anybody's going to do it so far with the way things are looking, it's him. Yeah, it just means I'm very tight on points if I do that. Because I do want Salah, I do want Son. I put up a Game Week reaction thing, got a few back. Uh, thanks for this week's advice, Paddy. Mickey Brannon with three uh, thumbs up emojis. I think he's been sarcastic because my advice has been terrible. Oh, okay. Uh, I support Chelsea, enough said from Will. Don't want to say to you, Will, I, I feel your pain. Uh, Brian O'Neill Salah keeps on delivering and one of you said to avoid him yeah that was me I said to avoid him uh, I was wrong <laughs> we all make mistakes uh, Longford Sam Bruno's quality finally came through hopefully he'll kick on now yeah fair enough fair enough I, I, I think it did it really shone through but I think my net in the basket they are but 
Bruno is going to start every single game and everything goes through there. Oh, and with Amrabat in now playing with Casemiro, which looks like it might happen. Yeah. Uh, Jackson is some dope suspended already. I actually forgot him because I'm just so annoyed at him. Uh, Adam Tierney, who was our leader, our first month leader. Newcastle, nearly every player in that team has got double digits and I had none with a cry United. Yeah, well, I'm the same. You're the same. Here's your partner there. Yeah. And then Mickey McNally, of course. Good weekend for the Newcastle, yeah. And we, Rodrigo got sent off on purpose for uh, injury or rest. Don't really see the logic there. Mickey is a die in the hard blue Man City fans. And he's just I could see the logic only if they've got Arsenal. He's missing the Arsenal game. Okay, so let's look forward then to next week's game week. We have first up, no Friday game again, but Saturday morning half 12. And this could be a brilliant yeah. game. Aston Villa Brighton. Well, who am I targeting from that? Like a Stupin, Ian Matoma at the Abbey, Cash Dean. There's loads you yeah. could pick there. I'm tempted because Jackson was injured. I've taken him out to four points. But the way I'm looking at it is, if I bring in another player, it's not really a four point hit. Oh no, it's because not you're gaining back. Yeah. So I'm looking at Matoma possibly as a long term, or uh, James Ward. I just think James O'Price is such a perfect fit of us. We'll come back to him. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't. I have Watkins now at home coming off a goal. I think there'll be goals in this game. I think Brighton. Oh, will. Yeah. But Brighton, who do you pick? Matoma, as you said, looks. I don't even know long, but then he doesn't start last week. Yeah, maybe he was just rested because they played in Europe. Possibly. It's, it's just not the word home. Yeah. Well, I've got a stupid, I don't know if I'm going to bring in, and I've got the Abbey, and I've got Cash, but like that. They're going to change. That could very well change. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth to Arsenal. Saka yellows at the moment. Uh, Trossard was injured last week. I don't know what way he is now. That's what it was. He was injured because it was very interesting. Trossard. We're all there. Especially with Martinelli injured. We yeah. thought Trossard would be natural replacement then he didn't start during the week. That's what I was, I was wondering about that. Yeah, Bournemouth, Dominic Solanke. Would you bring him in from Nogana? I'm not bringing him in. I haven't brought him in now. So. What price is he? I think he's 5.5 or 6. He's scoring goals. Yeah. But you look at the players, but they don't double digit. They get you a goal, a bonus point. It's always seven or eight point six. But again, that's a lot. Yeah, over the course of a season. Um, Arsenal. I'm still looking at Gabriel for Benjamin. He's looked like he's settled in there now. It's it's cheap. He does look, and he's dropped in price. Yeah. But looking at the fixtures, they've got. City, Chelsea, with Sheffield. They actually don't have bad fixtures. Like Chelsea, we need to get rid of thinking yeah. Chelsea are going to. Chelsea uh, out. Everton, Luton, Pickford, Branthwaite, my team. I'm hoping for two clean sheets. Morris. I'll, I'll happily eat humble pie if I'm wrong. You've doubled, I, double Everton defence. See, Branthwaite's my four million defender that I don't play. You know, Are so, you going to have to play him? No, no, but I oh. think I will. Because it's Luton. Um, I hope I could be eating a humble pie. I can't see the any logic to it, to be honest. Unless he scored two penalties. That's it. But like, how many penalties do a relegation he's getting here? Yeah, exactly. Um, Dominic Cavett Lewin scored again. This well, again, he's, he's if he keeps it fit. Yeah. yeah. Man United Crystal Palace. Um, I don't have any Man United, and I no longer have any Crystal Palace. So <laughs> it just annoyed me so much. I'm looking. No, I'm not. Maybe, maybe the only one I would be tempted by would be Fernandez. Yeah, I still have Rashford. If, if I'm shipping something out, it's possibly him. Um, I've just done with Rashford. He's too expensive for what he's offering. You see, it's a, it's a plum fixture at home, coming off a good midweek win. 
Crystal yeah. Palace. So I well, might we said that, that the Wolves. We said that that so many games and they just haven't. I'm a believer, <laughs> even though it goes against all my advice. Uh, Newcastle Burnley. I was gonna, you know, I said that Newcastle aren't going to be in Champions League every me. week. But they're, playing, they're playing Burnley. There was part of me that was tempted to double Newcastle against Trippier Bottom. I was looking at it as well, but double defence if you lose one goal, which can happen with anybody. If I was going double Chelsea, it's what? <laughs> Let's forget about Chelsea. Yeah. Let's make this a Chelsea-free podcast for the rest. So um, you could easily go double Newcastle because if you're going looking at the forwards, right, Callum Wilson is an option, but for but me, there's no certainty. No, and he's he not an option with third striker. No, and Isaac could very well turn. We get Newcastle off because brought him in. Um, Anderson, like Tonali, was dropped there last week. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Anderson now that Harvey Barnes is injured, and with the Champions League, I think he's going to get more minutes. Yeah, so he's like. If you're in your case and you're wild card, there's no risk to him because he's sitting on the bench four point four minutes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but then what, you say, do I want that and the risk that he come in and haul or do something get ten points and he's been sitting on the bench? He does. He does. West Ham, Sheffield United. Yeah, West Ham's fixtures. Fixture, West Ham fixtures. Have, West Ham have great fixtures for the next. You see, I'm looking at teams now that fixtures right up to the game of 16, 17, 18, right? Liverpool have great fixtures. Yeah. Spurs have great fixtures. Villa, West Ham. Lovely fixtures. So when I look at my wildcard team, like I see there, even Brighton after they get through these next two games, lovely fixtures again. I'm looking at any even team that they all have nice fixtures. Like my midfield is Liverpool, Spurs, Villa, West Ham, forwards, Liverpool, City. Now I am thinking, like there's part of me thinking of going and getting rid of Saka, bringing in Doku for City. <laughs> That's a huge risk. And then bringing in uh, Kyle Walker as well because he works absolutely nail. He does, but I... And City's Pepper-led, Robbie. Pepper-led. City's But Pepper-led has been happening this year. And it will, though. You know it will. It's Pep. It'll happen. He can't help himself. He can't be anybody other than Pep. And Pep is going to do what Pep does. Well, I said I wasn't going to play Pepper-led and all of a sudden it's cost me. Yeah. So I'm going to start playing it. You play it because then it'll start costing you. But money. I look at the fixtures. Like, Wolves away. It's clean sheet written all over Brighton, well, Arsenal, Brighton, maybe not. Man United, maybe not. Maybe not great from a defensive point of view. You picked them. Uh, game of the week, easily. Spurs, Liverpool, half five Saturday, prime time going. So I'm, I'm going for points to watch this game. Oh, very nice. Yes. Doesn't happen much. Very good. Uh, what do you think? Got Son, goals written all over. Son, Salah, Darwin. That's Jesus. what I have. Yeah, goals written all over. Goals written all over. Son. Would you not now go Darwin? Salah Madison <laughs> certainly not now, I'd be interested to see how Madison gets on Son has a great record against him. he does yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's, like I'd say defenders I've Adobe I'd be looking for that game yeah um, no, I, I just think Son Salah Darwin like Son's on penalties as well but do you think the chances of all three of them pointing in Salah yeah maybe actually with all the goals there's loads of goals Sunday Forest and Brentford, I wouldn't even versus Umbemo. <laughs> Listen, Umbemo was done. Yeah. Well, I, I'd be selling, I'd be telling anyone to say, you've got your points, well done. Get out of there. Yeah, you did well. But I'm actually you. hoping they hold on to it because. Uh, for you. Well, I'm just, I just missed the boat. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and that was another interesting one for Spurs, actually, just go back to Spurs. Brandon Johnson, he started yeah. as a forward, and he was injured, obviously, yeah. but. That means Son will go back as a forward. Let's keep an eye on. Uh, Fulham Chelsea on Monday. 
Avoid, avoid, avoid. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Yeah. And then Tuesday, the 3rd of October, the first of the double game weeks of the year, Luton against Burnley. Luton, Burnley, yeah. Again, for me, avoid. Could be 10 goals further. Who knows? I don't want any partners. No, me neither. Because it could just, it, it could just mess you up. I, uh, I completely agree. Um, it'll be very interesting because, again, I listened to a couple of other podcasts this week. People are, are talking about possibly Captain and Norris, which is bananas. Captain? Captain Double game week, uh, but then no. but then you have Haaland away from home, you have Salah away from home. I mean, your captaincy options is this week. Fernandez is a viable one. Uh, Arsenal are away. Watkins possibly against Brighton. I wouldn't be doing it. Jeez. West Ham, Bowen. I will, like, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. City are away to Wolves. Wolves are better this year. They're not better defensively. Well, they're better. They're not better defensively. They're penalty against Absolutely. Okay, fair enough. I'll be I'll be captain of Holland. That's my my thing. But I'm just saying there is a top. Like, there, Salah went away to Wolves and had three assists, two assists, but should have three. <laughs> Let go. <laughs> no, it's it's that's a Holland captain all day long. I'm the same. I think there's two. Like Son could be an interesting option with his record. But, but I can't see I can't see you captain so now. Salah's run against Spurs as well. Pull away from home. Yeah. No. No. I think it's Holland for me all day long. Right, so let's have a look through our Insta Leagues. Uh, top score this week. Bit of a mystery to this one. Cancelo Culture. Inigo Montoya. I don't know if you're a movie fan, Robbie. Inigo Montoya was the guy in uh, The Princess Bride. He was the sword man. He said to, he was looking for the guy to say to him, you killed my father. I hope you killed my father prepared to die. So we don't know who this is. And oh. he or her leagues, he or she is in the I Bloody Love Fantasy Premier League Insta League and the I Bloody Love Fantasy Premier League Twitter account. Oh, league. So, yeah. Mystery. Fulham fan from Ireland. And 85 points with Madison on the bench. Then second, very unlucky actually, Unstoppables, uh, David Carroll. He yeah. had a pretty, really good 83 points but his bench. Botman, 12 points, Anderson, 6. Now, I have to say, very easy in hindsight, I probably would have started Botman ahead of Eze, ahead of Dizazi, Dizazi. Yeah. Villa. But look, 83 points, great haul. Uh, who else had we? We County Wanderers, Kevin Hilliard, 84 points. He had Bowen on the bench. Seems to be a bit of a pattern of people uh, having decent benches this week. Oh, yeah, this is a sickener. Is your mother well? Colin Green, 80 points. He Trippier, Salah, Haaland, Darwin, Madison, Botman. Third player on the bench, Matoma. Oh. So he's looking at this going, I made a brilliant decision. And he sees the brilliant yeah. starting line. Oh, that's it, yeah. And then he comes on and scores 14 points. He had Rodrigo sent off. He had Mbwemo with one point. That is a kick. That... <laughs> I actually feel sorry for him. Kevin Hilliard, your luck will come better than that. Uh, other than that, down near the bottom, Haaland a laugh. Alan Wilson, 80 points again. He had Len on the bench for 10 points, Madison for 9 points. So it seems anybody with 80 points was actually unlucky because they could have had more from the bench, but you can't. I have some of their bench. <laughs> what about the Twitter league? Um, is the Shark still top? Yeah, Andy is still top with 4 or 5 points. Dave Carroll second with 4 or 1. Um, then Brian O'Neill is third, 68 points. Brian's still hanging in there, even though the NFL has started. Yep, we had the same, same lads with the same the 84 points, yeah. the 85 points. Big, big Dunks Pigeons, 84. And he's nobody on the bench. So he did, he, he, he made the most of it. I think uh, Mickey McNally with 43 points. This team sucks. Yeah. Yep. 
I have to say, sorry, I want to go back to the Ids League. Andy Faulkner. <laughs> I'm better than Paddy is his name. And he's proven that he is. Quite annoying. He is on... Where is he? He had 74 points this week. He's up to 27. He's 340. I'm second last. Jesus. So Andy has... A, I was level with him. Andy's ahead of me. I was had I was level with him last two weeks ago, and then he's forty one points ahead of me. Forty. So, you see, it just shows you how it can, like like I'm only sixty odd points out. It's not that much. You know, there's a long way to go. It shows how much can change. But uh, Andy, I know you're in Germany. Um, <laughs> Andy's a good friend of ours. He's in Germany looking at tar, <laughs> mm. which I'd say could be code for skull and pints. So Andy, yeah, well done in your league and your your win. Um, anything else from you, Robbie? Before we go to the question. Um, just my wildcard and what I'm going to do because I have a lot of options. It's just I was kind of setting this team, and it's it's my defense that kind of I think needs a bit of beefing up. Like my defense will be Cash, Stupin, Botman, but I just feel it could be a little bit better. Have you given yourself too much time to think about it now? Wildcard on Sunday and Saturday. I didn't really think about it until kind of today. I started thinking about it, and there was different options. Just players. Because he's saving that point five million was the biggest. Thing. It was getting that yeah. in because if I want to keep the players. Um, I do really like Bowen's fixtures although you see you can't double up in the West Ham defeat you can't have Bowen and Williams I agree. you could but, 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 but see with, it goes like I have Rashford and Fernandez because they're expensive players for United because West Ham it's the Anders it's the Anders Pereira syndrome. last year nobody put Anders but West Ham don't team. score that many goals but they do both of them are flying this year they're good fixtures they're better this year Europe seems to have kicked them on last year nobody put Anders Pereira in their team because he wasn't a big enough name. Yeah, we'll put two Liverpool players in. We'll put two Man United players in. Yeah. We'll put two City players in. The two lads are getting the points. But, and they're cheap. But Bowen is, because Bowen should be an 8 million midfielder. Mm. He's on penalties. He's a talisman for West Ham. A couple of years ago, he's going well over 200 points. Like, I am so tempted by James Ward-Prowse. I just think feel a safer option is Bowen. Yeah. Because he's more a chance of scoring from play. Ward-Prowse is all over the set pieces. Up until this weekend, though, Ward-Prowse had played... Had scored in every game he featured in the Premier League. He missed the first game because he wasn't with yeah. the time. So at the moment, Salah is the only person to deliver in every game. Then you have Aouni and James Ward-Prowse. One game they didn't. I'm looking. I, I, Diaby, I think I, you need Villa cover. Yeah. So I do like Diaby. I just think that Darwin is so, so explosive. Do you know what the only problem is this year? There really is too much. Too much. But it's I. I love that because with the more choice, me who's doing terribly at the moment. I can make the choices that other people can't because they're protecting the lead. I'm chasing it a bit. Yeah. I have scope to get these players. Like, everybody has sack at the moment. I have Odegaard. He could he could come good. And this weekend, he could be the main man at the sack. Is that? You have the likes of Diaby, the likes of Douglas Louise. You have Fernandez. You have Jota could come in and do well. You have Foden, who is fine at the moment. It looks like playing every game, but he's going to be dropped. There's there's loads of options. In Buemo, if you do a circle, we'll go to I think that's what Madison, that's a, son. But, but I'm struggling with is the choice. Because I have too much choice. Do I do this? I'm second guessing myself. Yeah. But I'm trying to, with the wild I'm taking players that I just want. Like son, I look at looking at Son's fixtures. <coughs> They're just, like after the Liverpool game, he's looting away, Fulham at home, Palace away, Chelsea, Wool, Villa, yeah. up until City, and even after City, it's West Ham. He, he's a long term hold. Look yeah. at Salah's fixtures. Salah and Darwin have got Spurs then Brighton away. But everything forward. But Spurs and Brighton are, are goals. Yeah. Then Bowen's fixtures. Like, 
Like, like I'm looking thing at like I want them. Like Sheffield United, Newcastle at home, Villa away, Everton at home. They're, they're good fixtures for Bowen. The Abbey's fixtures are great. And I know you can't judge everything on fixtures, but like the Abbey's fixtures, Brighton, Wolves, West Ham, Luton, Forest, Fulham, Brighton, Spurs, Bournemouth, Liverpool City, game with 15. It's great fixtures. Yeah. So it's my defence. Like I'm pretty much nailed on Darwin Holland as my front two. Yeah. Now, do I want to keep Albert? See, I still think Darwin is a risk. I think the way he's been talked up and the way he's just, he seems a different player. Yeah. And yeah, he is a risk. He is. Like I could play it same. But it's a differential and you need to chase him. It's is he that much of a differential? It's twelve percent owned. In the leagues I'm in he's a yeah. bit of a differential. Do I want to bring in like the other option I could have is I could go three four three and bring in Alvarez instead of Mabama and get rid of Saka. I I just think getting rid of Saka is a mistake. I think he's an essential. That's why it annoys me that I haven't had him. I, I chose at the start of the season. Odegaard over and I regret that as time has told but Saka um, he, he does see it he's a talisman yeah I actually I'm glad I'm not wild again this week because you have so many things to think about for the weekend I just think about whatever I'm taking it and four points for something yeah there is, and that, that's what you do <laughs> because I have to think long term as well yeah this has to get me to not just game with 18 but I have to plan my move very carefully now. see I'm both delighted I'm not doing it but I'm actually quite envious that that you are doing it I'm not because you know, I used to have these problems and be excited to do it again and you can do it more drudge. But then, you, but you see, it's even if you're wildcard, before it was easy, you used to guarantee wildcard you were going to get a lot of points. Yeah. Whereas now, this could blow up my face and I could be good. Like, that would be funny, so let's hope so. Two weeks ago, I was going to wildcard and it didn't work out. <laughs> and I didn't need it. But, but looking at this, I had no, no choice this week. Yeah. I know it was, um, it was a knee-jerk reaction. But as it was, I saved 0.5 million. There was logic to it. You knew what you were doing when you did it. It wasn't a fully knee-jerk reaction. There was logic. You no, knew I, there was no press I, I, I knew it was coming, yeah. Okay, last week's question. Uh, nobody got it right. Not even Andy the Shark got it right. Now, I'm interested because his answer was he reckons Christ played for eight teams. No. Okay, so five players have played for seven teams. You have Peter Crouch. They played for Villa, Southampton, Liverpool, Portsmouth, Spurs, Stoke, and Burnley. Then you have Tel Banhain. A couple of people guessed Crouch, nobody guessed Tel Banhain. Wayne Routledge, seven clubs. Uh, Andy Cole, or Andrew Cole, sorry, a couple of people guessed him as well. And then Craig Bellamy, again, a couple of guests for him. But the answer is a little bit less fashionable. It's Marcus Bent, eight clubs, the only one. He had Crystal Palace, Blackburn, Ipswich, Leicester, Everton, Charlton. Wigan and Wolves. Oh, yeah. Journeyman striker. Nobody got it, so maybe it was a bit too tough. Uh, this week's question is a reaction to Sunday's 8-0 defeat of Sheffield United by Newcastle. Um, we had two. Oh, we'll give, we'll give the two. Seems the week that's in it. Okay. So one first question. What team have conceded the most goals in Premier League history? So what team have conceded the most goals in the entire history of the Premier League since it its inception? So that to that in not just in the season, the whole the whole every season put together, who's conceded the most? Oh, that's a good question. Second question, again, over the whole course of the Premier League since ninety two, what team have the worst goal difference? Premier League. So what team have conceded how do I phrase this? Goal difference. Everybody knows a goal difference. <laughs> what team have the worst goal difference in Premier League? So they don't have to have played every season. No. 
they could have played five seasons and conceded 500 goals. Yeah. Or they could have conceded 20. And yeah, so in the whole history, question one, what team have conceded the most goals in Premier League history? And two, what team have the worst goal difference in Premier League history? Very good. So yeah, get involved. Uh, give us a tweet or an inst- instant message. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're going to close off our leagues maybe two weeks into October. So if you have any WhatsApp groups and you want anybody wants to join before we announce our prizes, so when we close it, we're going to announce our prizes. So uh, yeah, recommend us. If you don't already follow us on Spotify, hit the follow button or wherever you are. If you want to be really nice, you could leave a five star rating. If you think we're good, we have uh, we've actually got thirteen, I think, which compared to other podcasts is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and we can only leave one each, so it's not us leaving all thirteen. So yeah, <laughs> hit the five stars, and uh, that's it. So best of luck to everybody. If anybody's knocking around now on Saturday night, please forgive me. I haven't had pints in a long time, so I might be a bit of a state. Robbie, what's your plan for the weekend? My plan for the weekend is to find good was my wife as well. Where's she gone? Um, I don't know. All I know is <laughs> The loving husband. All I know is watch my game face on. <laughs> Will you get to watch any football? Well the Royal Cup's on as well. So <laughs> it's kind of And I, is there a rugby on this weekend? No idea. <laughs> I only follow sport. <laughs> I don't follow these things that are games that aren't really sport. No, so I'm going to spend the next couple of, I'm going to spend tomorrow today's tomorrow Thursday mulling over my fancy football and then Friday up on Friday Saturday Sunday just don't forget the kids no it's just going to be Mac all fun and games okay so if I text her go get Mac back anyway yeah. okay everybody best of luck for the weekend ahead uh, we wish will... me luck guys with this because this is it season could be over <laughs> see again I'm torn season could be over if it's bad it's great for contact this, this, this is like <laughs> when, when they used to play poker and it's like all in here we go You're I, 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 I'm either at home early or I'm back in the game so it's, it's all coming down to this. The pressure is on. And you can make the right calls. Okay, everybody. We will talk to you same time next week. Bye. Bye-bye, folks. <laughs>